0: Well, hey there, sweet teacher, and welcome to episode number 20 of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. I can't believe I'm this far along in my podcasting journey, and you, the listener, are what makes it all possible. I feel so, so grateful to have you here. And speaking of gratitude, that is exactly what this episode is all about. I've done a lot of research into gratitude and just how incorporating it into your life can benefit you. Yes, you, teacher, can benefit from being more grateful and saying thank you every now and again. And today, we're digging deep into this topic so you can understand it and start implementing some of these strategies as soon as today. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now... Your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome teacher. Of course I could not start an episode about gratitude without conveying my gratitude to you and all those people who support me in my podcasting journey. I feel so blessed to have this opportunity in my life and you are such an important part of that. And I wanted to give a listener shout out to this awesome review that was left on the podcast very recently. A. Lynn W. says Tony's joy shines through every episode. As a former Administrator, I would highly recommend this podcast to primary teachers everywhere. Tony does a great job motivating teachers and providing practical tips and tricks for the classroom. Isn't it just wonderful that someone is kind enough to leave me words like that? Wow, so incredibly motivating, and I really, really appreciate it. I am just on cloud nine when I read things like that about me. It's like I don't believe it's true. And now that I've expressed my gratitude for this listener's gratitude, let's talk about gratitude. Back in episode number 18 called Dear Tired Teacher, I poured my heart and soul into a message for those of us who were absolutely out, overwhelmed, and ready to leave this wonderful profession that we're in. If you need a pep talk to keep you going and you want to hear some secrets of mine that I kind of uncovered a little bit in that episode, be sure to jump back to episode number 18. But my point in that episode was to remind teachers of their Why? Why have you come to this profession and how can that help sustain you through? Well, today's topic is heavily related to that episode because today I'm going to give you a strategy, actually, one of the most simple strategies in the world to help increase your happiness and joy, and that is to express gratitude. Now, I'm going to tell you specifically how to do that, but I want to begin with this idea and this mindset shift that I need you to make before we come in contact with that strategy. With Thanksgiving approaching, we're all talking about what we're grateful for, and that is a wonderful habit to have. But did you know that gratitude has scientifically proven benefits for you and your health and your well-being? Just to leverage this point a bit, I want to tell you about an article written by Forbes magazine. The author shares research and evidence of only seven benefits that gratitude can have on your life. Some of my favorite were, being more grateful can help you cultivate and grow better relationships. It can also help your psychological health, something I think we all need to work on. Actually, Time magazine describes being grateful as one of the easiest, things you can do to improve your mental health. Back to Forbes magazine, research also shows that people who are more grateful have better physical health and also improved self-esteem. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I could definitely use some help in all of those areas. But speaking as a teacher, I think you'll agree with me that never ever in the history of education have teachers, administrators, and school staff Needed and yearned for the effects of gratitude. You need it, I need it, and all those people around us need it so much right now, especially those of us who are teaching virtually and don't have that normal connection with our students that sustains us through the school year. I can't give my students a hug. I'm not getting any of those handwritten notes and pictures they would normally draw for me at recess. Things are warped right now. And it has to be us, those of us teachers who really care for our profession. We have to be the difference makers right now for those of us who need a little pick-me-up in their lives. Although there are many ways to practice gratitude in our lives, from praying to journaling, all of those things, I am challenging you to share your gratitude and to lift someone else up by using this super, simple, yet highly underestimated practice of writing a good old thank you note. I know you're ready to turn this episode off and find some other mystical never before seen solution to all your problems. Trust me, I am too. But hear me out here, teacher. Trust me for a minute. I've done the research, okay? The power of a thoughtful, handwritten note is highly underestimated And we completely underutilize this tool to create positive change in our lives. We don't believe that it works so we don't put it to work. We feel like writing a thank you note is too simple to matter. We feel awkward about sharing our thoughts with someone else. And we're not sure they'll even appreciate it. Well, those things are wrong wrong wrong. How do I know that? Because some Science says so. In a study from the journal Psychological Science, sounds legit, right? Researchers found that all of those things were not true, that we definitely underestimate how powerful a thank you note can be. Most important of all, we underestimate how powerful it will be for us when we give them that note and see their reaction my final shot at really helping you understand the power of a good old thank you note a handwritten sentiment is for you to think back on the times when you've been the recipient of one of these sorts of notes one that is well thought out handwritten and written by someone who wants to show their gratitude for you I am betting teacher that somewhere in your house in your desk, maybe in your purse, you have one of these stowed away. A note that really hit you down in the heart, made you feel special, and that maybe you like to revisit sometime in the future. I have to say that I have a whole file folder of love notes, gratitude notes from my husband Leon, that I could never let go of. Because they were filled with his love, that guy has definitely bought me a lot of gifts in our 13 years together, but no gift he has ever gotten me is as special as a single note he wrote me back in our times of dating. And I'm betting that you have some of those notes, something similar to that, hidden away as well. So now that I've hopefully convinced you of the power of the simple thank you note, I'd like to give you some tips on how to write them effectively and who to write them to. So here are some of my favorite tips on how to write thank you notes that really resonate with people and are very memorable for them, something they'll want to stow away and keep for years to come. First of all, let me say that although in our tech-filled lives, we are tempted to write a text or an email, those things just do not have the same powerful effect of a handwritten note. Way back in episode number 11, I had my incredible friend Janet Grigsby on and we talked all about morning message. And although I had tried for years to do a digital morning message, I eventually agreed with Miss Grigsby that a handwritten note is just irresistible and has this special effect on children and just people in general. We feel more connected to handwritten text because we see all those typed things, all those printed things on our screens all day long. So a handwritten note is really the best way to create something that is memorable and something that your recipient understands as being important. I know it takes far less time to write an email, type it out, than it does to write a handwritten note. And I just love the thought of someone taking time to do that for me. They must really care about me if they take time out of their busy lives. They put their phone down to hand write something for me. So my first tip, of course, is to stick with Miss Grigsby's way of writing morning message and hand write your thank you notes. When you begin writing, I want you to start with a goal in mind. What are you thanking them for and how do you want to make them feel? Are you thanking them for a gift or maybe a nice gesture? Or maybe you're just thanking them for their place in your life and the effects they've had on you. What can you say that will really demonstrate your thankfulness for that? My next tip is to brainstorm your thank you note before you write it. Take a little shred of paper and we're going to come up with descriptive words, deeply emotional and descriptive words, that describe the person you're writing to and that describe your feelings for them. I highly recommend that you give this website called WordHip wordhippo.com a try when writing your thank you notes. Word Hippo is only what I can describe as the unicorn version of your standard thesaurus. It's amazing. When you put a word in there, it gives you all these different levels of meaning for that word and then the words that mean the same based on that meaning. So think of the person you're writing to. Would you describe them as maybe kind? Well, when you type the word kind into Word Hippo, Some of the better choices that come up are considerate affectionate, gracious, kind-hearted, thoughtful. All of those more descriptive words will really show our recipient that we thought a lot about them and have come up with these very descriptive words. And of course, in our thank you note, we have to express our thanks for this person. And I also recommend using very descriptive words here. And don't be afraid to take a risk with your emotions. Don't be afraid to Reach into your heart and pull out some raw descriptive words like grateful and blessed appreciative. All of those things will really pull at the heartstrings of our recipient and help them to realize just how much we appreciate them. And one final tip here if you're OCD just like me and you almost cannot stand the thought of sitting down and handwriting a note because you know you're gonna mess up a thousand times. Sister, let me tell you what I do. (laughs) I actually type up my notes first and edit them to sound exactly the way I want them to sound and then I hand write those out. It has the very same effect but it helps my fear of spelling a word wrong because honestly I just rely on that autocorrect way too much. And now that we have covered why we should use thank you notes and how to use them, let's talk about who we should begin with writing them for first. Of course you guys know I'm all about the teacher. Side of life. And although there may be people outside of your workplace that need to be shown some gratitude, I'm going to focus on where we should begin with thank you notes in our work life. As I said earlier in the episode, never has there been a more needed time for a big dose of gratitude to kind of keep us sustained through this season. I am so scared that teachers are going to leave what they love because of what's going on in the world. But we need people to hang around with us to get through this. Our children, our students deserve it. So when you're giving the thank you note, gratitude way a try, I want you to think of these three people first. And when I say people, I more mean entities. So of course, we can use this strategy with our students students. And yes, although we're totally focused on the workplace and teachers, our little darlings can use a heavy dose of gratitude too. They more than likely feel isolated and confused and kind of scared and worried about what's going on in the world. And a simple thank you note from their loving teacher can have big impact right now. And although it seems a little selfish of me to mention this, sharing thank you notes with your students also means you're going to have another benefit of their parents seeing that gratefulness and those kind words and thoughts that you wrote to their child. And that means they're going to have more trust in you and more positive feelings towards you. So that one right there can help you in many ways. Another entity I want you to consider writing thank you notes for are your colleagues. Of course, those people who lift us up and help us and do things for us that we could never get done on our own. Shout out to my friend Deanne who keeps me in line 99% of the time. Of course, we can write notes to those people and they are well deserved. But I challenge you to write thank you notes to those people around you who need your help. Who needs your words of encouragement and thanks? Think about new teachers. If you are a new teacher, God bless your little soul. Please don't think this is how it always is going to be. But I'm sure any new teacher could use a pick-me-up. Write a note thanking that teacher for hanging in there, for showing kindness to kids, and for doing what you probably couldn't do yourself. Also. Some other teachers that need help are those of us who feel completely burnt out, who are irritable even at work, that are hard to be around because they're so negative all the time. I've come from a place in my career where I used to complain all the time, and I know those teachers need to see the light in a good thank you note, thanking them for their talents for all the good things that you see in them could be a big game changer. It is really hard to say thank you to someone who just isn't happy in their job, but maybe helping them focus on what they're good at can help them find a little more enjoyment in it. And at the end of the day, finding kind things to say about people who are difficult to deal with is really boosting us up. Being kind feels good. I don't care who you are. And helping someone feel better will help you feel better. Trust me, give it a try. Send a thank you note to a colleague and lift their spirits. Did you know you were powerful enough to do that just with your words? And finally, the third person or entity that you need to write a thank you note to ASAP is yourself. Wow, did I really just say you need to write a thank you note to yourself? Yes, I did. Right now, times are hard, and I don't get thanked a lot for all the hard work I'm doing on the back end of virtual teaching. Personally, I'm not really sure too many people even care that I'm showing up to work every day. But my great friend, Barbara Gruner, shout out to you, Barbara, told me about writing a thank you note to myself. Believe it or not, it's a really powerful way to help you be centered in what you're doing and to keep Keep focused on what's most important. Sometimes we have to thank ourselves in order to keep afloat, to keep going, and to feel like we're appreciated. You have to appreciate yourself, teacher. You are doing things that very few people are willing to do, and it's all for the greater good of education for children. What a magnificent thing you're doing. So yes, write a thank you note to yourself. So this is something that I've actually done after learning this strategy from my friend Barbara, and it's something I'm going to be sharing on Facebook Live. I'm totally nervous about reading that out loud. Before doing it, I asked Barbara for some guidance on just how to write myself a thank you note, and this is what she said. What have you done lately that you're proud of? That you wish someone would have noticed? That you noticed? That you went above and beyond for, or something that you just provide all the time. Maybe you're bold or you're vulnerable or you're a joy maker. You are basically writing it as if to a friend, but it's to you. Gratitude to yourself. It took me a good 45 minutes to write that note and it was very difficult to express gratitude to myself. But at the end of it, I felt uplifted. I was reminded that what I'm doing is making a difference. So I'm totally nervous about reading this on Facebook Live because I know I'm going to cry. I cried the whole time I was writing it and you will too if you're true to yourself and really pull out all the things that you do that should be more appreciated. I challenge you to give that a try. Try it with a colleague. Read your notes out loud to each other and do what I plan to do and put that note away to come back to in the future. We all need more gratitude and more thank yous in our lives to keep us going. Teacher, I hope after today's episode that you will find some ways to say thank you to others and really flex that gratitude muscle in a way that can benefit you at work. Again, let me say I am so grateful for you for being here for me. When I get in front of this microphone, I feel like I am talking to the most incredible teachers in the world. Your views align with mine in that we are making a difference. We are showing up for kids, impacting their lives, and doing things other people could not do. And I am so glad I get to share my life and my voice with people like you. Have a wonderful and blessed, incredible holiday with your family. And I'll be back here next week in the same place, ready to share some more thoughts and ideas with you. Until we meet again, go make a difference teacher friend...